0: From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show.
1: We all have a lot of things in common. That's what this song's about. Well, I was sitting in a coffee shop having a cup to pass the time. Swapping rodeo stories with this old cowboy friend of mine. Some motorcycle riders started snickering in the back. Started poking fun at my friend's hat. One old boy said, Hey, Tex, where'd you park your horse? My friend just pulled his hat down low. But they couldn't be ignored. Husky fella said I think I'll we'll rip that hat right off your head. That's when my friend turned around. This is what he said.
2: Alright, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt. Starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 15th in the year of our Lord 2020. Wow, 2020, ladies and gentlemen. It is, by the way, National Hat Day. Did
1: you know that? This old hat's better left alone. See, it used to be my daddy's. Last year he passed on. My nephew skinned the rapper that makes up this old hat band. But back in 69, he died in Vietnam. Feather was given to me by an Indian friend of mine. Someone ran him down somewhere around that Arizona line. A real special lady gave me this hat. But I don't know if we'll ever see her again. All right,
2: ladies and gentlemen, it is indeed National Hat Day. Welcome to January the 15th in the year of our Lord, 2020. And I might add, our goal to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. You are listening to the late Chris Ledoux, ladies and gentlemen. There is no other country artist like old Chris doing a phenomenal job, but listen up
1: now. Jack, it means to you what this hat means to me. I guess we understand each other and we'll just let it be. If you still think it's funny, man, you got my back up against the wall. And if you touch my hand, you're gonna have to fight us all. This is Liberty Round Table right Live. I kinda caught a little sadness in that gang leader's eyes. He turned back to the others, and they all just kinda shuffled on outside. But when my friend turned back towards me, Notice his old hat brown. Well, it was turned uh, in a big old Texas green.
2: Welcome indeed to Liberty Roundtable Live. And you say, Sam, why on earth would you make such a big deal out of National Hat Day for crying out loud? Because, ladies and gentlemen, we're celebrating America. We're celebrating the what? diversity of ideas, is how they like to say it. I call it your right of conscience, your God given, unalienable un- right of conference. conscience, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious business. This is Chris Ledoux. He's passed away. But I'm telling you right now, he highlights, uh, in my opinion, a critical reality in the United States of America right now. Our opinions literally are in our hats. What do you got, that MAGA hat, make Make America Great Again hat? You got those chicks wearing those other hats. I don't, what do you call those other hats, Kurt? I'm a little scared to tell you what they're called. There, Not fit for radio there, if you will. What do you call those babies, Kurt? They're chick hats. Um, We saw Pink those. Pink hats? Huh? Pink hats? Is that what they're called?
3: Unmentionable pink
2: hats. (laughs) Good point. There you go. All right. Good point, Kurt. So, you know, and people are getting beat up when they're wearing Make America Great Again hats and such like that. And it's become a very hot topic, to say the least. Uh, Sadly so, because there's a lot of issues in America that need to be discussed, right? And justly so. Uh, but I think we need to really take a step back. And I really like what Chris Ledoux said. He said, hey, you know what? If your jacket, he's saying this to this motorcycle rider, if your jacket means to you what my hat means to me, I'm going to just go on, leave each other alone, just let it be, you know? Why don't we just settle on down a little bit take a page out of that playbook of a good old cowboy that's passed away with some words of wisdom looking forward in America. And as things heat up for the election, it's going to get more and more and more, I hope not, but I predict, divisionary. And it's going to get more and more and more, um, what, trending towards violence? I pray that it doesn't, but I see the writing on the wall in America, folks. And whether you believe in a pink hat, whether you believe in a MAGA hat, whether you believe in a cowboy hat, whether you're not even a hat wearer, I pray we understand the symbolism I'm getting at here. We pray for peace. We advocate for peace, ladies and gentlemen, because we follow the Prince of Peace. He is the author of Our Liberty. And even if I disagree with what you say and believe, I will not result, resort to violence. I will do my best to stand up for sacred principles. And even if I do not believe in what you say, I will defend your right to say it. All right. Uh, yesterday's broadcast, quick recap. We talked about the Volkswagen XL. It was the future we never got, talking about incredible diesel power. The highlight is we need to really, um, without government interference, let the free market decide which technologies come to the forefront. But sadly, we see technologies shut down by big money managers and by governments. Sad for Volkswagen. Sad for the uh, symphony radio created by Motorola that was the, what, future that we never had as well. All right, we talked about this waitress, Kathleen Marano. She got an $1,800 tip. Those are the pay it forward, folks. Well, she paid it forward, gave a chunk of it to the people in Australia struggling from the fires. Free charitable work. Don't you dig it? We also talked about a California bus driver, Camille Wilson, and she's honored for reuniting an elderly man with his family. I'm just telling you, good people are doing great stuff all around the country, all around the world. You just got to have good folks like Liberty Roundtable Live tell you about it, huh? Believe it or not, the world's super rich. What do you say? The rumors are confirmed? Yeah, they're holding, hoarding, I should say, and holding. Both, I guess, are true. Physical gold and secret bunkers. Wow, you got to check that out. It's real. We talked about the bottom half of households are doing better under Donald Trump. They're nearly 50% richer, they say, under the Donald Trump economy. The Trump economy is given the greatest benefits to those at the bottom. The mainstream press doesn't want to tell you that reality check, but there you go. Uh, we also talked about a bride doing a phenomenal thing. Her father had cancer. They thought it was okay, but all of a sudden, at the hospital, they did some tests and things were way worse. And he was going to die. And she planned her wedding in literally thirty minutes. As dad cancer takes turn for the worst. Uh, bottom line, she said she she doesn't regret it. It was a phenomenal decision, and it just goes to show, folks, when you strip away all the pomp, all the festivities, all the hopes, that you know what are people's real dreams. And that is loved ones together building memories, ladies and gentlemen. And anyway, a family came home, not from the funeral, but they did come home. And I guess they had a sliding glass door shattered and a goat was sleeping in the bathroom there now. Kind of crazy story. I guess the insurance not going to cover it because it's a goat. If it was a bear, they'd cover it. But no, 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 they don't cover goats now. Uh, so that's interesting. Popeye's in the news. I guess a Family Feud contestant when they said, hey, Popeye, what's Popeye's favorite? Food, she said, chicken, because of the Popeye's restaurant, right? But it turns out Popeye the Sailor Man liked spinach. So she was wrong, and she lost $10,000 on Family Feud, but the company, Popeye, stepped up on Twitter and said, right answer, it is chicken. We'll give you $10,000 worth of food. Thanks to Kurt for clarifying the details of that story. Anyway, we nailed that yesterday, kind of a little bit of fun and levity. But, hey, what a marketing brilliance by the Popeye's company there. Australia sadly slaughtering 10,000 camels, supposedly to combat global warming. So I'm glad they didn't find a camel in their house. I'm glad it was just one of those, um. what, goats? Are camels covered in your insurance? Bears are. So, you know, there you go. Hour two of the broadcast yesterday, we had our guest on Mr. Alan Phillips, well-known vaccine rights advocate, VaccineRights.com, public speaker and more. But we talked about the EPA Employees getting millions of dollars in extra time off. They circumvented the law. Who's going to jail over this one, huh? By the way, scientists now exploding what millions have believed. There is or was no Big Bang. There's no proof of that at all. No scientific method. Sam sounded like he was off the rails yesterday. bringing up. Do we go to the moon? Is the earth flat? What about this reality check of the Big Bang? Um, well, one fact is that the Clintons, uh, Bill Barr takes another dive and says the Clintons, I guess, after the research, not guilty of anything. No problem there. Uh, n- nothing here. Move along. Kind of an idea. And uh, I guess at first it was your guns in California. But now California is talking a ban on gas-powered lawn tools. Yeah, it'll ruin up the environment there now. We also talked a little bit about the, about the lineup for the Democratic debate in Iowa that took place last night. Nobody busted out as the clear winner. Experts are saying it probably won't even change much. But there you go. They argued over women and war and a bunch of other things. Michael Bloomberg says, I'm spending all my money to get rid of Trump. Even if I'm not a nominee, I'll put a billion dollars into it. You know how much money a billion dollars is, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know, but Bloomberg is worth about $57 billion. Sanders, they say, takes lead in Iowa, but now Joe Biden's coming back. So it's like a horse race, of waste of time. Um, as more and more candidates jump out of the race and say, we just don't have the money to continue. GOP leadership claims there's not 51 votes to dismiss articles of impeachment, but that's a little bit of a misnomer lie because you only have to have one-third reject conviction uh, and put up a vote. Put up a vote right now, ladies and gentlemen. Are they going to vote to convict the president? Are we going to get 66 senators to do that, whether we have hearings or not, whether we have witnesses or not? The answer is no in every case. So why not just take the vote and move along, please? Otherwise, you're involved in somewhat of an election tampering scenario as well. Darned if you do and darned if you don't, if you will. Wow. Make America Great Again hats, huh? Kurt's selling them. Did you know that?
4: You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids.
0: Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault.
2: it's National Hat Day, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good time with that. And by the way, um, hardcore questions asked at the uh, debate last night. Big old uh, to-do blew up before the event. Bernie Sanders and so-called Elizabeth Warren, a.k.a. Pocahontas, they hung out, I guess, before the elections even started. And they said, hey, we're going to be kind to one another. You know, we're just going to be friendly and, and, you know, Uh, But then I guess, uh, supposedly, Sanders made a statement. He said, I don't think a woman can run and be president anyway. They're not ready to elect an American woman as a president. Well, that was in the quiet, we're going to get along meeting. Uh, But now I guess it spilled into the public as they take the gloves off. Uh, And now that really dominated the debate last night. Could a woman win in 2020, Kurt? Now, let me preface this uh, question for you. And I don't want vagary. I don't want you to be a politician, Kurt. I just want you to be an American, okay? The problem with this is they make it sound like you're stating a fact. Um, What Bernie Sanders is doing is stating an opinion. And what I find fascinating about this discussion is everybody's entitled to their opinion. Okay, you're not stating a fact. You're not a definitive. You're not the end-all, be-all of the discussion. And whether I say yes or no to that question, if I say no... I don't think a woman can. Then what they want to do is barbecue me and say, see, you're a bigot. You hate women. You As if I'm the final arbiter on this. That's a bogus. Okay, there's nothing wrong with assessing reality and saying, do you believe it's possible or not? Um, were you, would they have criticized folks if in 1968 they said, hey, do you think we can go to the moon? And someone said, no, I don't think so. Does that mean that you're against going to the moon, that you don't believe we could ever do it? Or are you just assessing your opinion of where it stands right now, see? What are you doing is the question. In my opinion, it's a dog and pony show. It's a political theater side show to really hate white men and promote women. It's an intentionally driven wedge for an agenda, which makes Bernie look bad, which makes Elizabeth Warren look good. I uh, don't accept any of that. I think we should openly, candidly, willing to be able to discuss this, express opinions, express why and why not. Uh, With a goal of improving our society, the goal is not to hold back women. The goal is to empower everyone. But we need to make sure that we don't create a divide in our quest for equality. Right? See the red herring in this? See the lie and the deception? So, Kurt, the question to you. Do you think a woman can win the office of president in 2020? It's a fair, open question.
3: I think a woman could win, uh, at least in the situation with Warren uh, you know the the problem is the woman okay so you think a if woman could
2: me. win but not elizabeth warren right okay i personally do not believe a woman could win the presidency in the united states today i don't believe that it's possible at all period end of paragraph i do not believe that it's possible now some would say well you're a big old bigot sam you hate women you're awful you're evil you're the bad guy. But, Kurt, is that helpful to shoot the messenger? Or is it maybe a little more helpful to discuss why I believe such a thing? Or why I don't believe such a thing, as the case may be, right? Um, I don't believe a woman could be president in the United States today, Kurt, primarily because the swamp controls the electorate. <laughs> uh, the swamp has the Electoral College. And the swamp literally manipulates the public vote <clears throat> so much on so many fronts through the media and the liberals in the media that I don't think it would be given a chance. They love to drive a wedge. They love to hate if you're white, if you're a male, if you're married to a woman, if you believe in traditional values. They love to hate you and destroy you at every turn, as as President Trump has articulated very well. The swamp likes to pretend they're for women, but they're the ones that are backing murdering babies, which is the ultimate assault against women, if you want my personal opinion. All right, I don't believe the swamp is willing to allow a woman to be president right now, Kurt. And I don't believe the nation as a whole is ready to let a woman be president right now. And let's talk a little bit about why that might be. What do you think, Kurt? Am I I the bad guy now? Am I the uh, horrible person in the room that's the enemy of everybody because I think that? I'm not assessing if I think a woman can be president Or is capable of being president, or any of those things. I'm discussing what I believe the landscape looks like in America today. And what's happening is they're shooting the messengers who say no. I'm not assessing my opinion on the subject. I'm not assessing. I'm only saying in America's landscape today, I do not believe that they would let a woman, the powers that be, if you will, I don't believe they would let a woman become president today. I don't believe it. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons for that. What do you think of that, Kurt? Am I the bad guy? Are they gonna just going to shoot the messenger because I have that opinion? Or can we push well, and discuss these my reasons? Days,
3: these days, they shoot the messenger. Here's the reason, Sam. Um, because if, if you said it was a man, it's a different story, especially if you said it's a white man, um, because those are the the ones to attack and they're they're, everybody's supposed to attack those guys Um, if if they're you know a so-called minority uh, somebody's been beaten down or held down because of uh, you know our so-called evil system which is you know you got women top of the list there then you got the people quote of color uh, and you've got uh, of course you know your different um genders if you will and they they can't be a man but they could be anything after that you know those are all the ones that are the preferred group um and they're uh well they're given special um i guess you could say treatment
2: Sam. i think you're exactly right and that really highlights a lot of the reason that i don't believe a woman could be president now don't misunderstand me i'm not saying let me be very clear Let's not thirty second soundbite this and slaughter Sam Bushman on the altar of public opinion and quote political correctness. Okay, I'm not saying that a woman's not capable of being president, and I'm not saying a woman's not smart enough or politically savvy enough. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm not talking about the capabilities of or the abilities of women. I'm talking about the current landscape in America today, where the swamp is so deep, and really whatever they um, whatever they say, Kurt. In other words, projection is the term. Whatever they project on us is what's really in their hearts. You see that with Hillary Clinton all the time. Okay, she doesn't believe in conspiracy unless it's a white male Republican conspiracy. See what I mean? If we bring up a conspiracy, they laugh and go, ha, you guys believe in conspiracy. But then when it's their turn, they believe in a white Republican male conspiracy against them. They believe in, okay, so they're into projection. Whatever they really believe in their hearts, they project onto us. And so they say, well, the American people won't let a woman be president because the American people are still racist and bigoted and hateful and evil. But see, it's really them that won't let a woman become president. Kurt, let me prove it to you. The Democrat Party that claims they are so for equality, so for getting rid of the stereotypes... Do you realize last night there wasn't a single non-white person on the stage, Kurt? Out of their 20-plus candidates, whatever they had, they were up to like 26-plus candidates. They've now narrowed it down to six. So they've rid of, gotten rid of literally 20 candidates, not counting Bloomberg, who jumped in late and who wasn't even on the stage last night. And by the way, isn't he white too, Kurt? Is Bloomberg That's white? correct. So you got six, maybe seven candidates out of the 26 or 27, I don't know how many really jumped in at the final count, but it was around that number. Not a single one of them is white, Kurt. And these are the folks that say, hey, you got to have diversity. It would be a shame. if it was." Look, the Republican Party is nothing but a bunch of old white men. But now the Democratic Party, the six people on the stage left standing last night and the seventh person that's kind of runner up or in the wings right now, whatever you want to call it. Um, and if Hillary jumps, should be white, too. Right, Kurt? That's correct. So I don't really see they got diversity there, do you? Now, they supposedly have Pocahontas on the stage. They're supposedly promoting Native Americans. Oh, that turned out to be a lie. (laughs) Hate it when that happens, see? Okay, they're not into diversity. They just like to beat you up and bludgeon you with the wet noodle of diversity. Because you're not diverse, supposedly. Now, out of the six candidates, Kurt, maybe seven. um, I say maybe seven because Bloomberg may not have the stature to be in the debates. He personally, I believe, wants to stay out of the debates for now. He doesn't want to get beat up yet. He wants to, um, you know, group to thin a little more before he starts to make his bid. All right, right now he's laying the groundwork with a lot of money and a lot of uh, flirting with being serious. But he'll get there. Just watch. In the meantime, my point is there's two women on the stage, Kurt. Do you know who they
3: are? I think it's, uh, you got Klobuchar
2: and uh, Warren. Yeah, Elizabeth and Amy. Can you say their first names, or is that taking too much familiarity with women, Kurt? Um, Okay. You know, I might say Creepy Joe. Yeah. I might say Bernie. That's okay, but what if I were to say Elizabeth? Am I a little too familiar with a woman there now? See how the double standard just permeates everything in our society? If I could say Bernie, I should be able to say Elizabeth, right? Right, my, my point is, we're not ready for a woman to be president at all, much less the two on the stage. Nobody knows who Amy is even, hardly. She doesn't stand a chance on this green earth. And Elizabeth Warren might stand a chance. It all depends on how the landscape looks. But I don't believe she's electable. And uh, I don't believe that a woman in America is electable at all. And I'll, I'll wrap up and explain why. But they're playing games here, folks. And I believe it's a dishonest game.
0: Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA
5: Radio News with Chris Barnes. Six candidates hoping to win the Democratic presidential nomination debating last night in Iowa. The last debate before the Iowa caucuses. With some highlights, here's USA Radio's Wendy King.
4: Former Vice President Joe Biden was asked... Are you prepared for the insults you will face debating President Trump?
2: I am prepared for that. Look, I've been the object of his affection now more than anybody else in this (laughs) state. I've taken all the hits he can deliver, and I'm getting better in the polls. Mayor Pete Buttigieg.
4: This is our one shot to defeat Donald Trump, and to do it by such a big margin that we send Trumpism into the dustbin of history, too. Meantime, President Trump rallied supporters in Milwaukee, which is the site of the Democratic National Convention.
5: House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says they'll be sending the articles of impeachment to the Senate today. And this is USA Radio News.
6: Hello, this is Wayne Allen Roode, relentless conservative warrior, middle class warrior, and always Trump warrior. I have a message for my fellow patriots across America. President Trump is making America great again. He's the only president in my lifetime who is keeping his promises, and his biggest promise is to build that wall. President Trump can only do it with our help. If Congress won't fund Trump's wall, we will. President Trump is one man against the world, and what globalists and socialists around the world want is clear, open borders. It's time to take a stand. We either build a wall, or it's the end of the greatest nation in world history ever blessed by God. That's why I founded the Root for the Wall Pack. 63 million Trump voters together will raise the money President Trump needs for the wall. Anyone who donates $100 or more will get a beautiful commemorative wall brick. Display it proudly. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. That's toll-free. 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. We will build this wall together. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. Root for the Wall Pack. Pay for and responsible for the content of this message. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Rootwall.com.
5: As we mentioned earlier, President Trump had a big rally last night in Milwaukee where he said he was being impeached by the House because Democrats stand no chance of winning in 2020.
1: And then our opponents say,
6: we're not going to win. Let's impeach President Trump.
5: Let's impeach him. With Democrats expected to vote today on sending articles of impeachment to the Senate, the president said he's not concerned, and he's looking forward to signing an initial trade deal with China, which will benefit American labor workers. He says his critics are suffering from, quote, Trump derangement syndrome. About 60 people treated for injuries after a Delta Airlines flight that had just taken off in Los Angeles and suffered some engine issues dumped jet fuel over public schools near L.A. The elementary school students suffered skin irritation from that jet fuel dump. And this is USA Radio News.
2: Alright, back with you live. I'm Sam Bushman. Kirk Cosby's with me. So I don't believe a woman is electable in today's environment. Because I think the swamp is into projection. There are a bunch of racists and bigots and thugs up there. And they believe, you know what? They don't believe in diversity. They like to beat us up with that wet noodle. And in America, we're pretty diverse. I don't care if somebody's black or white or male or female or whatever. I want to treat everyone with respect and kindness. And I believe people ought to be gauged on their merits, on their reliability, their dependability, their honorability, et cetera. But they're not that way in the swamp. And they're not about to let a woman become president right now. All right? They're not. And I believe they're into projection. And whatever they won't do, they blame on us. Okay, on that campaign stage last night, on the debate stage, if you will, there were six people. Two of them were women. Four of them were men. All of them were white. They don't have any diversity in their group. Even Pocahontas lied and got caught lying. She's not African-American at all. Not even close. Not even maybe. Undebatable. All right? Okay, so they're into that. Okay, they got these women. You got Amy that's not going to make it. Elizabeth, I don't believe, is going to make it either, Kurt. Now you say, Sam, well, watch, you're probably going to be wrong. Uh, You know, Hillary Clinton or Michelle Obama might jump in and uh, they'll put together a, a, you know, whatever. Maybe. Okay, but I don't believe they're ready to let a woman be president. Because I think they're too bigoted and hate-filled towards women. And I don't believe they really believe it's a job for a woman. And you could say, well, Sam, that's crazy. How do you believe such a thing? Look, these are the people that have no respect for women at all. They want to literally tell a woman that for us to murder your baby is an honorable thing. And you should celebrate our willingness to murder your babies. And you're supposed to partner with us and celebrate that murder as if it's somehow freedom for you. Okay, it's a lie. These are the same predatory people that literally are just rife with scandal relating to women. Okay, the Me Too movement. Look, it's all about government. It's all about you know bureaucrats. It's all about rich people. The average American is not any of those people. The rich people. Hey, they believe women are sex objects. You don't believe me? Well, then how come it's everywhere? How come we have a big old stipend of government funding when 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 elected officials go off and breach the Me Too movement reality and and, and you know harass and. Intimidating sexually, whatever, women, how can we have government funding to tamp down the arguments or the, the lawsuits and everything else? How can we have it all covered up? How can Bill Clinton's not in jail for rape? See, we're not about to take off the gloves and get real. Women and children are great pawns in our society. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not endorsing that attitude or behavior. I'm just telling you that's the way it is at the top. Now, do I believe a woman is capable? This is where the honesty starts to come. Do I believe a woman is capable of being elected and capable of being the president of the United States? Absolutely. Do I think the American people would elect a woman? Yes, I do. If we were fair and honest and open and not manipulating with propaganda at all times. But you name a single woman that's electable right now that's running for office. And now we can talk about honesty. There's not an electable woman running for office at all right now. If there was, I might change my opinion. If there was a few things. One, if there was an electable woman. And number two, if they had enough money to get elected. And number three, if I thought somehow they could circumvent the swamp. Then I believe a woman is electable. I'm not saying women aren't capable. Okay, that's why I don't want people to just lay down the hammer and, and attack me. I'm attacking the swamp with these statements. I'm not attacking women. I'm attacking the circumstance that we find ourselves in. Look, as soon as you really get to the bottom of the Jeffrey Epstein scandal and truly drag all the skeletons out of the closet and truly nail the truth and throw people in prison left and right, um, until you get rid of the Me Too movement, meaning not shut it down, but justify them, until we find ways to literally find out if a woman's telling the truth and if she is, create real accountability, if she's not. Shut it down ASAP until we really get to the bottom of some of these serious issues. I don't believe women are electable. All right? Look, you're going to have Hillary run and say she almost beat Donald. She won by three million votes. And then we say there's vote fraud, and then they say, well, no, there wasn't. And we debate that till the cows come home. You're not about electing a woman. You're just about flirting with the divide. Because Hillary should be the first one standing up and saying, you know what, I'd love to be president, but if I won by some fraudulent votes, I want the fraud to stop, too. I don't want to win by fraud. In fact, that would put a negative reality on the first woman elected. It would be always rife with scandal. I don't want that. That's what Hillary should be saying. See what I mean about honesty? See, okay, I don't believe. Now, is there a woman you can name in America right now that is electable? And I can only think of one possibly, and it might be Michelle Obama. She's black. She's a woman. She's been in the White House, I know, as the first lady. But, okay, that might be a different ballgame. I wouldn't elect, if it were me, a Michelle Obama, because I don't believe in her socialist ideology. That's a whole nother ball of wax to discuss. But I don't believe that a woman is electable today. That doesn't mean that I don't think women are capable. All right? There you have it. I think we're too selfish of a nation. I think we believe we would look weak in the international realm. Uh, And and there's a lot of things now. Can we change those, um, in my opinion, wrong views in America? Yes, we can. I believe we can. But it also comes down to a view about what we believe men and women should be doing. Do I believe a woman is electable and capable? Yes, I do. Do I believe we could elect a woman as president in America today? No, I do not. I don't believe the swamp landscape will allow it. Do I believe that women should be president? That's a whole other question. No, I do not. Not because I don't think women are capable, but because I think we have God-given roles. Male and female created he them. And I believe men are to take care of the foreign affairs outside the home. uh, And the women are supposed to take care of the internal affairs inside the home for the most part. Now, there is appropriate uh, involvement and adaptation necessary for certain circumstances and homes. But for the most part, I don't believe women should be pursuing um, careers that conflict with child rearing. I believe men are the protectors and breadwinners and women are the nurturers by nature. It doesn't mean I don't think a woman would be capable on the job and it doesn't think I mean that I don't think a woman should go out and work if she needs to support her family. I, I, I do think they should do those things. But fundamentally, um, if you had two people that were identical in every way, except for one was male, one was female... I would vote for the male to be president. Why? Because I believe in these gender roles. And some would say, well, you're bigoted, you're a hater, you're evil, you're mean. I would say, no, I just fundamentally believe in God's ordained family. So can a woman win in 2020? I don't think so. In America, not today. I don't think so. Should a woman be able to win because we treat them as equals and they have God-given inalienable rights? Yes, of course. Is there a woman on the stage now that could win? I don't believe so. Now, by the way, there's a lady named Krista Davis, who I believe is a hero, uh, and she's standing up for appropriate gender roles. And everything I've said now, I'm probably one of the most hated people in America, huh, Kurt? Is there anything I've just taken off the gloves and just destroyed my <laughs> career forever, buddy? Yeah, well, you're
3: probably going to lose that $50 million a year that you get from the uh, yeah. big uh, broadcasters that send you Now,
2: by the way, what do you think of my take, though? Do you think it's crazy? Do you think it's uh, accurate? Do you think I, I don't believe the swamp will let a woman be president. Kurt, I really don't.
3: Well I, I think you've given a lot of good uh, you know comments about it. I, uh, the reason I said that I believe that a woman could win is that that would come with a whole bunch of caveats and that would be you'd have to have the fair treatment by the media, you'd have to have the fair treatment by the vote fraud guys, uh, you, you know, which goes to your points about the uh, swamp and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you just have See, to See, I have think your answer's honest right, honesty, and that's and why fairness, I say it's
2: a divide you know. and conquer question, not an honest question, Kurt, because I think the difference between mine and your answer highlights what you're saying. Yeah. If we put things in the perspective that you're saying, I think a woman could win, too. Mm-hmm. And I think if we put everything in the in the perspective that I'm talking about, I don't know that any of us believe a woman could win. I mean, these people are bigoted. Oh. These people are amazingly evil. And they're into projection. They want everybody to believe that we're the ones that are haters of women, that you are against women or whatever Boy. else. But the truth is they are, Kurt. Look at the Me Too movement. Look at the dollars spent in Congress alone to prevent sexual scandals from coming out. I mean, they're not interested in the truth. I mean, you should, instead of having a congressional act to impeach the president right now, they should have a congressional act to say, let's get to the bottom of this Me Too movement going on in Congress that's a scandal. Let's drag that out. Let's find out what's really going on, who's connected to Jeffrey Epstein and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, the guy's dead, but who's, who's connected to him? Who's perpetuating? Who's standing in as the, what do you want to call it, the great protected pimp of the world? Who's, who's now jumped into the Jeffrey Epstein slot now that he's dead? See, they're not doing any of those things. That's why I say if they really cared about women, Kurt, it's exactly what they'd be doing. They'd also be taking women like this, who probably is more qualified to be president than any woman on the ticket right now, but I don't think she wants to be president, Kurt. Her name is Krista Davis. When we get back, we'll celebrate her and what she's doing. See, they're not in celebrating the wins of women. Here's the next question, and let me be blunt. Can a woman sleep? her way to the top of the president of the United States, Kurt, in America today? Sadly, possibly. See the point I'm trying to get at? All right, Krista's a wonderful woman, though. We'll talk about her accomplishments in seconds.
4: magazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine.
2: All right, so the point that I'm making, and I know this is a little bit salacious, and I don't mean it to, but it, it really highlights the point that I'm trying to get at about our culture. Could a woman sleep her way to the top, Kurt, and become president? Sadly, possibly. I wish it weren't true, but this highlights the problem that I'm getting at in America. We don't truly honor women like we should, Kurt. If a woman decides to be president we should, or is interested in being president, we should commend her and say, you know what, I'm glad that you have aspirations to promote liberty and freedom. But what if a woman wanted to have a baby, Kurt? Would that be okay, too? Or are we going to be so bigoted that she can be president? And if you say she can't, you're a bigot. But if she wants to have a baby, then you should down her and shut her down at every turn and say how evil and how, well, she's not reaching her full potential and et cetera. See what I mean? But this Krista Davis lady, in my opinion, Kurt, is a hero. That's
3: a great point, Sam. And uh, I lost that audio just a little bit as we came back in, just so you know. She's a hero. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now because I turned up my end here a little bit. But anyway, it says, uh, this is the headline, Mother makes selfless choice to give birth to daughters so she can save lives of others. Wow, uh, think about that for a minute, Kurt. Yep, uh, sub-headline, part of the joy of having a baby lies in the intent anticipation of the whole process. What will this little life look like? As the baby grows into a child, what likes and dislikes will he or she develop? What will it be like to go to their graduation or plan a wedding? That's part of the reason why a miscarriage is so devastating, this author says. Those dreams uh, for your little one's life disappear as you grieve the horrible loss. Krista Davis, as Sam mentioned, uh, faced a similar heartbreaking situation while pregnant with her daughter Riley. She learned her unborn baby had a serious problem. According to parents, uh, doctors discovered that the child had a fatal birth defect called anencephaly, I guess is how you say it, where parts of the skull and the brain don't develop. Um, she was, uh, well, um, expected to. Uh, uh, they figured uh... she would die just a little bit after being born and all that kind of stuff and uh, so the, of course the doctors just suggested they induce the baby and uh... you know have it early and then let it die early or whatever but the mom decided to carry the baby to term she wanted as many precious moments with the baby as possible and knew she'd be able to donate her organs to help other sick infants uh she told the western uh journal that during and by the way hats off to the western journal and world net daily for the story uh Amen, during her pregnancy yeah there you go it's a lot better like that uh during her pregnancy she remained focused on riley focusing the majority of their discussions about her well-being she said i was so worried that i wouldn't have any time with her while she was alive uh, she was born on Christmas Eve at uh, five o four p m We welcomed this beautiful little girl into the world riley Arcadia Dan Diane Lovett uh, She was nineteen inches long, weighed six pounds We um, says uh, she was a ama- she has amazed me from the moment I saw her little face. I'm so in love with my daughter, and I'm so grateful to all the people who shared this day with her. So happy to report that she has defied all the odds by breathing on her own for almost nine hours. All right, Kurt, you, re- so you ready
2: for me to let the hammer yeah. down? Okay. As soon as we can truly honor the choice of women, then I think we can elect a, a woman president in America today. But if a woman chooses to be a Christian, is she a real woman in our society? I think so, absolutely. But in our society, I don't think so. I think that's kind of like a... Man, that's a poor choice. If you believe in Christianity, you're just trying to basically um, be shy and and kowtow to your man who will dominate you in the Christian religion. Okay? Uh, What about a woman that wants to have a baby like that? She's selling herself shorter, who she can really be, says society. Okay, as soon as we can celebrate Kristen, is it Kristen? Or Krista's choice? Mrs. Davis's choice? Uh, Then I think we might actually elect a woman president, Kurt. But until then, I don't see how.
3: Well, the sad part to the story, as far as I can tell, Sam, she's not married, but she is a, has a partner. Um, uh, but, um, you know, at least the beauty of it is uh, the baby was born, Sam.
2: Well, and the beauty uh, of it is she's happy about the baby, too. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to she and wants to murder it or, God, or whatever
3: else. That, that's the way the God of heaven made it so that the moms, I, I don't care if, I mean, the humans, the each each different individual cats dogs they all love those little babies and it's of course they do it's natural that's the way god made it uh and uh you know she she says uh they have taken something devastating and made it beautiful She talked about the they took some nice pictures and stuff and it says i mean what an extraordinary act of kindness they've done and you don't Get to see that every day, uh, Derek and I are so proud to be parents of such a special little girl. Uh, I hope her O'Reilly and Derek can get
2: married soon, Kurt, and make it official. It you know?
3: into that because O'Reilly, more people are aware of the importance of organ donation and and the name of that um, disease. She is completely changing the way people see organ donation. The biggest thing we want people to understand is that this is her story we gave her a voice, but none of this would have been possible without our little warrior beating the odds. And with, I would say, the mom, you know, standing up for her. She will forever be her parents' miracle and our favorite
2: hero. That's a cool story. It's a very cool story. But I think it highlights the reason. Will society call that a cool story, Kurt? Because as soon as we learn to call that a cool story,
3: they'll even hear about that.
2: No, they uh, won't. But so if they heard about it and they celebrated it, thing. then I think a woman actually might become president. Kurt, I think it would be honest and fair to women. But what we want to do is if women make, in my opinion, horrible choices, then they're like awesome. If they take it all off and get naked, then they're wonderful role model women that should be celebrated. If they're like, I believe in modesty. Then it's like, what are you, some throwback from the goofball ages? You probably sit in your bed or in your kitchen with your husband dominating you, you Christian. Um, You're not really a real woman. Okay, see, this is what I'm trying to highlight. And I think the sooner we can really get truly celebrating women and who they are and what they can bring to the table and celebrating their choices, um, the better off we are. And I believe that good choices should be celebrated and bad choices should not. So I'll be clear, I'm celebrating that she was willing to keep her baby. I'm celebrating that she's grateful for babies and willing to stand up and defend her baby and that her baby is alive, right? I'm, I'm not too keen on the idea that she's not married. I think that she should be married to have children because I think that's God's way. I don't make the rules. I just understand them and learn to abide by them. Now, I'm not abusing her, or attacking her for having a baby out of wedlock. I'm encouraging what I believe to be the societal best choice, And so I take every issue to the best of my ability and apply principle to it. Not married or married, I think you should get married. Have a baby or not have a baby, I think having babies is good. Murdering or keeping your baby, I think you should keep your baby. See what I mean? But look, ABC, CBS, and NBC, Kurt, have given 124 hours, not minutes, hours of coverage of broadcast time to the Democrats free. In their effort to impeach and remove President Donald J. Trump from office with 93% negative coverage of the president, according to the Media Research Center, 124 hours, 93% negative coverage. See, do you think that a Christian married mother, grandmother running for office to be the president would be getting that kind of um, Well, would she be getting 124 hours of support and friendship and kindness and 93% positive coverage in society right now? Or see, what kind of a woman do you have to be? You have to be a Hillary Clinton kind? Literally, she backed the Me Too movement, called all the Me Too ladies back then, just a short 20 years ago, a bunch of bimbo eruptions. That kind of woman? The kind of woman that runs around and says she's Native American and she doesn't even know? Wow, you look at this and you go, what? So I don't believe we'll elect a woman as president. I don't believe we can. I believe we're too bigoted. And I don't believe we celebrate women and really the best choices women can be making either. I hope my daughters and my wife and every woman in my life can make wise choices about obeying Christian principles, about living good, clean, moral, modest lives, about making choices to to support gender roles, uh, all those things. And I guess for that, I'm probably one of the most hated, bigoted men in society these days. But I think as soon as we can be honest and fair, why are they so negative? Why would ABC, CBS and NBC give 124 hours of literally 93% negative coverage about the president of the United States of America? What is wrong with these people? Now you say, well, Sam, there's legitimacy here. Oh, yeah? What proof do you have for legitimacy? And even if you have proof, are we going to have a 50-50 discussion? Is President Trump guilty until proven innocent or innocent until proven guilty? We don't have a trial yet. In fact, we can't even get the articles of impeachment to have a trial yet, right? This is the swamp that I'm talking about. Okay, and I think that you need to be uh, just as honest to our men and as our women, just as honest to our conservatives as our liberals. And as long as you, uh, in my opinion, reject all women's choices that are good, and as long as you're so hate-filled and bigoted and manipulative towards men that, that like a Donald Trump, I and mean, he's married to a woman, that's his first strike. He's a male, that's his second strike. He's got a lot of money, that's his third strike. He's white, that's his fourth strike. And, okay, they just hate his guts. But if we're going to be an honest society and we want women to win in true equality, we're going to have to take off those manipulated liberal blinders. Anyway, any more comments on that? 124 hours and 93% negative coverage. That number is startling even for them, Kurt.
3: Well, it is, but um, at least in my opinion, Sam, your points are very well uh, uh, taken. Uh, and uh, we remember back, I I think, you know, one of my awakening moments was when uh, I think it was CBS that had uh, admitted that they had... Uh, basically made Bill Clinton president because of uh It was 60 either, Minutes, sir. Is that, well, anyway, CBS, 60, 60, min, 60 Minutes. 60 Minutes um, did
2: the turnaround reality where Clinton was in the doghouse and going to melt down, and they literally saved the presidency by doing an interview with uh, with him and his wife that kind of manipulated things in a way that really gave eclipsed the reality of his rape and abuse and hostility towards women and made him kind of a rock star, so to speak.
3: And uh, I remember learning about that thinking "Wow, the media is pretty powerful you know and uh in other words they're kind of the king makers if you will and uh or the in that case the president makers and uh when you see the power of that and you know you see this uh thing coming to us from the media research center and uh, uh folks with these actual facts where you know you've got uh uh, you mentioned the hours, but they had uh basically uh seventy two positive statements the viewers heard versus nine hundred and eighty one negative statements uh that 's overwhelmingly um you know, that's not just, like, close uh, or whatever. And uh, when you see all that and you still see the president with the uh, um, support he has and you see like, the other night at the ballgame, uh, you know, he was very well received by the good American people.
2: Yes, they were chanting President Trump and they were happy for their president. And, hey, you could even buy a Make America Great Again hat, couldn't you, on hat day, Kurt? Oh, yeah. Get a hold of Kurt and get some raw honey to learn more. Kurt, C-U-R-T, at LibertyRoundTable.com or smile and dial 801-669-2211 if you're afraid to talk and you like the text, 801 669 When we come back, we're going to talk about another woman. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about her, though, because she's not the right kind of woman exactly, uh, but she is for us. She's doing a phenomenal job, and we commend her. Her name is Rachel Alexander, and she's making some fascinating points that need to be discussed. Hour one of the can, two coming
6: up. We declare this nation shall endure.